Hey guys, it's Sammy and Robbie back again to tell you about another upcoming con. And we're super excited about this one. Mm-hmm. It's another Indiana one. This one is Pop Con, Indie Pop Con to be exact. And it's going to be in Indianapolis, again at the Convention Center. Indiana Convention Center. Right in downtown Indianapolis. And Robbie will be there April 26th through the 28th. Yes. We were just at the Indiana Comic-Con, so if you missed us, Mm -hmm. you get a chance to meet us again Mm -hmm. at PopCon. Yes. Well, at least Robbie. At least me. Ashley will be there. Oh, yeah. Ashley will be there. That's an exciting thing. Ashley will be there, so you get to meet a lot of us on the network. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, two-thirds. Two-thirds of it, yes. Mm -hmm. So, if you're coming to the show, please stop by the Limitless Broadcasting booth. Mm -hmm. We're always excited to see you. All right. Oh, my God. Well, I guess we'll see you guys at the show. Bye. Bye. All it takes is faith and trust. Oh, and something I forgot. Dust. Just a little bit of pixie dust. Welcome, foolish mortals, to the Pixie Dust Twins podcast. I'm Ashley. And I'm Sammy. Please stand clear of the doors. Por favor, manténganse alejado de las puertas. Shall we begin? It's time to get things started on the most sensational, inspirational, celebrational, motivational show. Welcome, Pixie Dusters. We're your favorite hosts. I'm Sammy. And I'm Ashley. Welcome to the Pixie Dust Twins podcast, produced by Limitless Broadcasting. Make sure you go to Limitless Broadcasting and, wow, go to LimitlessBroadcasting.com and check it out after the show. Struggle is real. It's okay. And welcome back to, what's not the last week, it's the second to last week, but the last week for the show, Boy Meets World. Next week, we're doing its counter, or its reboot. Girl Meets World. Yeah. Yeah. So we finished up, or we did just season five last week, where we said it's kind of that pivotal turn of the vibe of the show. Yes. And now we're in six and seven, which the vibe is now totally different mm-hmm. and totally annoying. Much sillier. This might be more of a rant than a... Yeah. It might like be a I, mix. I tried to pick out good things. Okay. When I was doing it, so... So there's a lot that happens in this episode. We do get a new character that I forgot to put on the uh, the character notes or in the show notes. We have a brand new character come in because at this point they're going to college. In college, I mean, Corey, Sean, and Topanga. Mm-hmm. So Sean moves out of the apartment with Eric and Jack because he wants to be roommates with Corey because really mm-hmm. this is their last stint before Topanga and him get married whenever that's going to be at this point Mm -hmm. and they bring in a brand new character and of course she is it's a she Mm -hmm. which yeah anywho and her name is Rachel and Rachel Mm -hmm. is like tall Amazon woman with red hair Mm -hmm. sweet and sensitive and of course Jack and Eric both are madly in love with her when she Uh, moves in mm -hmm. And there's just a tri- a triangle form. Yes. It does. During this time. And she has her own storyline along with it. I don't find it as interesting as like the main character storyline. So Sorry, pretty Rachel. Much, yeah, pretty much through season six and seven. Jack and at first Jack and Eric are like fighting for her affection. Rachel and Jack end up falling for each other and start dating. And then they break up at some point and then they get back together at some point. There's just a lot of randomness going on. Rachel mm-hmm. kind of gets a part of Angela and Topanga's circle at one point. Like she's just more of a filler character, I think for yeah. some things, but she's, I mean, she's not a bad character. She's just, she's just kind of there. Yeah. Yeah. You also get some new college characters. Of course you got your professors that come into play. Did you, I don't 
did you choose an episode with Corey's brother? I Ben Savage's brother. Yes, I did. Okay, I'll let you talk about that. that I was just like, wait, like his real, like, like real life brother like or ben like his Savage's TV brother? brother. <laughs> yeah, that one. Yes. Uh-huh, did you pick the episode where they go into the future? I with did. Mr. Squirrels. Yes, I did. Okay, good. Yeah, I have certain <laughs> ones. Some of these I added to be honest with you to connect because I know we're going to be connecting them to our last when you yeah well and I can connect some of it too so yeah. this will uh, be the way to like bring it up yeah so there's just there's a lot that happens in this episode I have some like topics to talk about but mm-hmm. I feel like we're going to talk about them in some of these episodes yeah so I think we should go through the episodes and then okay. whatever topics we don't hit I will include at the end okay. before we talk about our ending remarks so First of all, let's point out that at the beginning of this season six, Mr. Feeney has retired, much to the, the dismay of everybody, especially Eric. <laughs> but it doesn't last long. Feeney is bored. Corey goes and visits him because Corey can't get his life together. What a shock. And Feeney ultimately ends up back at school as a student and then of course, becomes a professor because that's in his blood and he cannot be a student because he takes over the class. So, yep, yeah. And did you know, you probably didn't know, the dean of the school? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're married in real life. Yes, and yes. Like, it's so cute. Yes. I love it when she shows up. Great. Now she's only really in season six. So I'm a bit disappointed about that, but I just love their interactions. And like, it's so mm-hmm. adorable. And they're married it in is. real life. Anyway, back on topic. So the uh, season six, so we'll start there. I have the first episode I wrote down is Hogs and Kisses, which basically I only put down because this is the episode where for whatever reason, Topanga and Corey are picked as like the freshman couple and they're filming some ad for the school. It, it's mm-hmm. kind of, the whole storyline is kind of stupid, but Corey cannot deliver his lines. Which, first of all, listening to Corey trying to deliver his lines is pretty freaking hilarious it because he can't say anything. <laughs> and I thought that was very fitting. So, of course, Sean steps in because he's a better actor than Corey. Mm-hmm. And they do this whole dumb thing at the end where they make Topanga and Cor- or Topanga and Sean kiss for the <sighs> for the video, which just was convoluted and obviously a purposely done for the story the best part of this episode though is you got that iconic scene where (laughs) sean has been kicked out of the dorm room and is sleeping basically in a student union and topangas comes and talks to him and because sean has been sleeping there he's in his underwear and Corey shows up takes the blanket off of the two of them and yells an iconic line underpants and it's freaking hilarious and that's that's a classic you know when you think of boy meets world you think of that scene and that line so that's basically why i put this episode in here because i feel like you can't not bring up underpants because it's hilarious it is so funny (laughs) boy so the next one i have down was one you had just asked about everybody loves stewart so this is terrible creepy professor stewart which is literally where i wrote my notes creepy professor stewart hits on topanga I do not like him. This episode really ticks me off when I watch it just because he shows up first of all in her dorm room. And then secondly, Topanga makes it very clear she's uncomfortable and he does not care. And then when Corey gets mad, granted he should not have shoved the teacher. That's that's a whole issue. But I get it. He gets mad because Stuart's basically like, you can't do anything about it. Na, 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 na. You know, whatever, Mm -hmm. get out of my face. And there's a whole investigation into it. I'm glad at the end, though, everybody kind of came together to to tell Stuart during the the meeting that he was wrong, and especially mm-hmm. Beanie. Oh, Matt, Beanie. Oh, yes, great. Beanie. It's just like, how is that appropriate? Can you explain that to me? Tell me yeah. why you were in her. And I'm just like, get him. Get yes. Him. Uh, Mr. Feeney is the best part of he that really entire is. scene, just the, the whole thing. But I love how, how Sean, basically he's a big Stuart advocate because of the way yeah. he teaches and he's the cool teacher or whatever. 
But then as they're sitting there, he just starts to realize like, this guy's a creep. I don't, Mm -hmm. yeah. So. Yeah. That episode like always sticks with me for some reason. I think number Mm -hmm. one, because it's Corey Matthews's brother is, or Corey Matthews's real name in real life is Ben Savage. His brother is, oh crap. Fred. 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 Thank you. Fred Savage. If you don't know who we're talking about, Fred Savage was the boy in Wonder Years. He was also the boy who was sick in Princess Bride and his grandpa was reading him the story. So they're brothers in real life. And it always made me like, I I always wondered if this was like a fun thing for them to like collaborate together with Mm -hmm. because you don't really see them together very Mm -hmm. often, but it is an over-emotional one because there, there is this kind of lesson underneath it all, not just with just professors. I mean, I never dealt with that, but I was at a Christian college. So it was a little bit more, we had different rule. We had a lot of rules when it came to certain things. I don't know what public colleges are like when it comes to professor student interactions, but just in general of no means no, Mm -hmm. if you tell someone like, that sort of lesson comes out of this. And that's a very strong lesson for any young adult in high school, middle school, elementary school, college, Mm -hmm. real world, et cetera. And he was not taking no for an answer. He just, he liked Topanga and he kept going after her and after Mm -hmm. her and was making her more and more and more uncomfortable. And yes, Corey didn't handle it correctly, but Corey honestly never done anything like that. The fact that he got so protective of Topanga to physically do something should have alerted everyone he knew that something is wrong. Exactly. Because Corey would never do that. Mm -mm. No. And and you're right. Like Mr. Feeney just laying into Stuart. I'm just like, this is why Feeney is the best teacher ever. Yes. I mean, there's many reasons why, but this is one of them. It's just like, he understands what it means to be a teacher and what it means to, to be able to, cultivate people's lives, not, not try to take advantage of them. I agree. Mm -hmm. So yeah, that's, it's, it's a hard episode, but there's just some goodness at the end there that you're just like, yes. And, and just the fact that the Dean is like, yeah, Stuart, we got a problem at Mm -hmm. the end. Like he's getting in trouble. We're going to be looking at this. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I enjoyed that ending. Yeah. Mm -hmm. All right. Next one is Poetic License and Ode to Holden Caulfield. So catch her in the rye. Yeah. This is the one where Feeney reads a poem out loud and it turns out that Sean had written it and it's amazing. And Feeney's trying to encourage Sean, basically encourage him to keep being creative, keep doing this. You're Mm -hmm. really good at it. And there's an open mic night. You should come. He doesn't want to do it. Corey thinks he knows better, pushes Sean to come and then volunteers him to read one of his poems. Of course, Sean is uncomfortable with it and he leaves rather than letting it go. Corey reads it. Now that this whole thing is interesting to me. Number one, the poem was about Angela. So that researched this whole, uh, Sean and Angela are not together in this research, their whole relationship essentially, because it's about her and that's mm-hmm. a whole nother thing. What I liked about this episode was Sean was really mad at Corey. And he's basically like, Corey, you don't understand why I'm upset with you. You just mm-hmm. come in and you do whatever you want to do, but I need you to understand why I'm upset. This is personal mm-hmm. for me. You can't just make decisions like this and force me to share things that I don't want to. Yeah. And I, I just, I liked their argument because I was like, this is a real good best friend sort of argument in Mm -hmm. this case because of the way Corey handled it. And it's one of those rare times where you really get to see them being very honest and truthful with each other Mm -hmm. about something serious. So plus you get to see again, Sean showing his creativity and I just (laughs) obviously love any time that Sean is going above and beyond and just showing how incredibly smart and gifted he really is. That's the reason I like this episode. It's a good one. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, the next one. We'll have a good time then. This is a hard episode. Yeah, I can see Ashley is not remembering what happens, but this is the episode where Chet comes back into town. He's 
happens to be at the college and doesn't really tell Sean or Jack that he's there. They just happen to see him playing pool and winning money from a bunch of teenagers at the college. And I can see your wheels turning. I'm sorry. You're just making me It's laugh. okay. Keep, keep talking. I'm yes. trying to remember. Okay. So in this episode, there's a lot of confrontations where Sean's basically telling Chen, I'm, you know, I'm upset with you. You always leave. You're never around when I need you. And there's a scene where Chet gets a call and it seems like he's going to leave. Now you got it, Ashley. Yeah. It seems like he's going to leave again. And then he says, you know what? No, I'll stay. But because Boy Means World hates us, Chet has a heart attack in the apartment. He goes into the hospital. And what makes me so mad about this episode is once you watch it, you can't, I mean, you just know what's going to happen. But when you first see it, you think it's like your typical kind of like sitcom-y thing, right? Oh, Chet had a heart attack. It brings him and Sean together. They have a big heart to heart in the hospital where Sean's like, it breaks my heart to see him where he's just like, I need you. I need you around. Why are you not here? You're the only one who gets me because I'm like you. And Jack is upset because he's like, I really want to know my actual dad, not just my stepdad. And it's a whole bonding moment between all of them. And you think, okay, they did the whole sitcom thing. They connected, they got it out. It's going to be fine. Right at the end of the episode, the doctor walks out and says, you know, we lost him. And to me, one of the worst parts is the way that Ryder played like his face when the doctor says it, where you're just like, wait, what? I didn't, this was not what was going to happen. And just actually all the actors, the way they played that scene from, from Mr. Feeney's face, Alan, the way he just looks Mm -hmm. down with like disbelief. It just, it's so quiet in that moment. Mm -hmm. Uh, This episode is hard to watch, but it's just so well acted by all of them. And it just shows how great they all are as performers. And it, it really brings a big turning point for Sean. And, you know, he's never going to have the relationship that he wanted with his dad. And from this Mm -hmm. point on, he has to accept it and come to terms with it. And to do that, Sean leaves. But this is the first time when Sean gets in a car. Well, he brings the trailer with him when he leaves where I feel like you're like, okay, he's not just screwing around, just throwing a fit like he does. Like Sean is like, you know what? I'm going to take some time and I'm going to go find myself and I'm I'm going to just be by myself for a little while and process this. And I think that was really good for him. Mm-hmm. Now the kicker is, which is so cute that Sean sees his dad. So when he's getting ready to pull away, his dad is right there with him in the next episode, mm-hmm. he's sitting there with him and they're still figuring things out. And I think that's wonderful the way that boy meets world did that. And I actually have a, a fun fact to kind of lighten the mood <laughs> a little bit. So, so I, I'm crying over here. I know I, this, this episode, it's a hard one to get through. And this is one it, when it came up, I was just like, okay, whatever I was doing, I was like, I can't watch it right now because I couldn't be in that emotional place. So mm-hmm. I had to pause it and basically watch it later when I was like, okay, I can deal with it now. Mm-hmm. So after filming the episode, in which Chet dies, the actor Blake Clark called Michael Jacobs on the phone in tears to express his gratitude for the opportunity and how much he loved appearing on the show. Jacobs then informed him that he would be returning for Boy Meets World Road Trip, which is the one I just mentioned when mm-hmm. John leaves. And Clark thought that would be his final episode, but he ended up making three more appearances as Ghost Chet in Boy Meets World. And then he pops up in Girl Meets World as well. And I just love when he's back again. Uh, I love Chet Ghost. It's great. Yes. <laughs> I'm so happy every time he's there. Chet Ghost is, on, is the most reliable chat we've ever had. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yes. So, yeah, I just oh. love that Sean carries him with him. And mm-hmm. that helps him process things and, and it continues on. So yeah. this is a very good, like Sean episode, even though it's very sad. Yeah. That was a gut wrencher episode. Cause you really didn't see that coming sitcoms really didn't do that. If someone was going to die, it was like in between seasons and it wasn't really a thing that came up. Like it wasn't an emotional thing. And the last time something happened like this was Turner and we know Turner's fine, Mm -hmm. but it just, it kind of moved on from it. Like this one, like they finally actually dealt with Mm -hmm. grief 
Yes, and grief did over a couple not, episodes. Yeah, mm-hmm. grief is not easy. It's mm-hmm. it's rough. Yeah, yeah. That I liked that too. That this wasn't a oh he died and we mention it occasionally and just kind of drop it the next episode. No, like mm-hmm. this is a thing. They have to go clean out the the trailer and Sean doesn't want to do that. And it's a whole argument with Jack about yeah. that. And then Jack breaks down and that's when he ends up with Rachel, which whatever about that. But mm. yeah, it, but I, I liked, I do have to say though, I liked when Jack broke down with Rachel because he felt like he couldn't do it with Sean because he didn't want to take anything away from Sean's grief. I, mm-hmm. they did so many realistic reactions and emotions yeah. the next couple episodes and I just that was good yeah that was that good. was that was very good yes oh, okay so at, in between these episodes the baby is born just FYI Josh and, yeah Josh comes into the world and of course he's born early so he has to be an incubator and that's all very stressful and that's kind of sad there's a lot of sad stuff actually season that's that's a bit stressful and sad so I just want to mention that Uh, there's a whole thing with Eric and this little boy Tommy in this season oh Tommy I forgot about that yes so I'm bringing him up but Eric bonds with this little boy after I did not put the Christmas episode in because in general I didn't enjoy the Christmas episode but the best part was Eric met all of these kids that were in a foster home and he Mm -hmm. bonded in particular with Tommy and he starts visiting with him and basically being like a big brother to him. And it's adorable. Mm -hmm. And I love that whole thing. So in, can I help cheer you? This is actually when Tommy is able to be adopted. Mm -hmm. And of course, Eric's like, you know, thinking he's going to adopt him, but he, he's not ready. He wouldn't be able to take care of Tommy in the correct way. And the emotional maturity that we get to see because Eric has become silly. Dumb, dumb. <laughs> but he has these moments and you're just like, wow. Okay. The, that's the, I love Eric when he's like this and he mm-hmm. just has to tell Tommy, I'm not going to adopt you. And Tommy is so upset with him. And then at the end, when Tommy comes to the, the Matthews house and he's like, I'm still mad at you, but I wanted to say goodbye. I'm like, mm-hmm. Oh, Eric. And Eric is so sad. And I just, it breaks my heart for him. But I love having Eric be able to have these emotional moments to grow. I think that's, that's really good for him. And yeah, it's not the last you'll see of Tommy. But we're not going to mention anymore about him today. (laughs) No, that's what I was thinking. I'm like, do I say it or do I wait? Yeah, I was like, we should tease it. We'll we'll tease it. Yeah, because again, some of this stuff I'm bringing up also because we're going to be tying it in in the future. So let's see what else did I write down? The truth about honesty. honesty. This episode is also banned from the Disney channel. Just FYI. And I believe Mm -hmm. it's probably a couple of reasons because I didn't really try and look into why, but there's a scene where Angela and Sean basically make it clear. They're going to go have sex with no strings (sighs) attached. That's right. And kind of nothing happens, but they're in the bedroom. It's a whole thing. And, also, there's a scene, you don't see it, but where Corey's basically like, you know, Topanga, you give me nothing. At least let me see your butt. And Topanga's like, yeah, that's fair. You don't see it on camera or anything, but it's clear that they did it. So I feel like Disney is like, oh, I'm not going to play this. But this episode, I brought up number one because it's banned. And then number two, there, there's a whole thing with Topanga and Corey where Topanga borrows his razor and Corey's upset about it, but he doesn't want to tell her and Angela rats him out. This episode bothered me because things that Topanga's like, we should just share everything. It's disgusting. Okay. This episode drives me nuts. That is gross. I do not share deodorant. I do not share toothbrushes with my husband. Razor. No, that is. You shouldn't with anybody. Disgusting. Yes. I mean, but she's just like, oh, cause we're going to be married. No, Topanga. No, 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 no. That. Yeah. So I wanted to bring this up because it is gross and Topanga out of all the people. I didn't expect that, but that's disgusting. Please don't do is, that. Is this the episode? So this is the episode where they like do a mock live together correct? Where they like push the beds together? No, that's getting hitched. They play the fiance game and they don't know each other at all. So oh, okay. Topanga makes them move into Okay. 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 They're two separate episodes. Okay. 
that's a whole nother one that drives me nuts too but (laughs) okay but i mostly brought this up because it's banned from from disney and then the last one i had for season six is the psychotic episode because in this episode this is when Corey is murdering sean in his sleep over and over to the point where he doesn't want to sleep and i'm sorry sorry sean but it is hilarious in the ways that Corey (laughs) kills him like when it first opens and it's just i think the best part is how like he and sean are just having a great time everything's good in the dream and then Corey just does this face and you're like oh something's about to happen the way he just stops and he looks at sean and then boom sean's shoved down the elevator or he picks up the baseball bat and you know he's about to hit sean in the head oh it's just it's it's silly it's it's a silly episode but it why was he killing him in his sleep did it come through uh, this one comes back to he's moving on with Topanga. So it's another one of those. Like, okay, yeah, he feels yeah. like he's going to have to break his bond with Sean and he's trying to work that out in his head. And so mm-hmm. in his dreams, he's killing him. So that's why it's kind of in the same realm. But oh, it it cracks me up because like one of the things was like Corey shoves a, he says he shoves an umbrella down Sean's throat and then opens it. And he's like, I Mary Poppins ya. And it just... <laughs> It's so stupid, but it has me laughing. Uh, this one, yeah. I'll note though, this episode will will air on the Disney Channel, but they edit a lot of it out. So, like, there's a scene where Corey strangles Sean. That's mm-hmm. not included at all. So they edit a lot of like the more graphic. I guess. So it's what like a, so there's more commercial than show. I would assume, <laughs> yeah. At this point, it yeah, which is. Funny, oh disney channel I'm like just don't air it i mean honestly at the end of the day you might as well just not air if you're gonna edit half of it but that's why i picked that episode yeah. because it's it's funny but it also ties into their relationship yeah oh wow season seven yes let's move on oh season seven okay so angela's men angela's father shows up that's the big thing with this one yeah she doesn't want to be with Sean because of, at this point, Corey and Topanga have broken up or they're not getting married or whatever the heck they're doing with their lives because Topanga's parents have broken up and they're getting divorced and Topanga thinks now there's no hope for love. And this entire storyline irritates me, which is why I don't really want to spend time on it because we I don't think it's annoying. To. Exactly. But in this one, we get to learn what I liked about this, though, is we got to learn more about Angela because yeah. Angela has been around for a couple of seasons. And to be f- honest, I feel like they weren't fair with her. We didn't get to know her a whole lot. We didn't know. And that sucks because she's a good character. So we get to find out that her mom left. And so that ties into mm-hmm. her feelings for for Sean because she's afraid she's going to hurt him in the future. And and her dad convinces her basically like, no, don't let that hold you back. So, yeah, which will all tie back into Corey and Topanga getting together again, whatever. So and it's about time Corey and Topanga finally get married. So that's a big episode of this season. Yes. They decided not to wait until the end of the series. They did it kind of in the middle of the show, which I thought was interesting or in the middle of the season. So I thought that was kind of interesting that they. They didn't drag it out. Mm-hmm. It's very beautiful. Eric has a Screw whole scheme. <laughs> His whole scheme where he lies to get them at this this big, beautiful wedding, which is much appreciated. But at the end, everyone is arrested. And that seems very Eric to me. Yeah. So that that had me laughing. That whole. Well, and, and that this I mean, their wedding is also like. Sean wasn't going to be at the wedding. Like something happened mm. with them. And, oh, it was, he was, was it the best man thing. Yeah, he was. He got mad because he wanted to talk to Corey about how their relationship was going to change. And Corey just kept sending Sean on these errands to get him away from him because he didn't want to talk about the fact that they were not going to be Corey and Sean anymore because now it had to be Corey and Topanga. But let's be real. It's still just Corey. It's Corey and Sean with Topanga added in. Yeah. I mean, that didn't change. It didn't change. <laughs> yeah. But they, Corey was avoiding the talk. Yeah. Sean was insisting they discuss it. And that's why Sean got mad and was they're, like, I'm not going to be at your wedding. And they're defying the relationship talk. But it is pretty funny when it is. 
Sean shows up and they literally get in like a physical fight. I was just dying laughing. I was dying laughing. Like if I was Topanga, oh no, (laughs) that would not have been, (laughs) oh no. But watching on TV was pretty funny to watch them get in their big argument and then sit and finally kind of have the talk about it and how Sean's like, do you really like her? Yeah. Yeah. Can I (laughs) go get married now? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, it's a thing. Basically, I, oh, like, can I have him now? It's my turn. <laughs> oh my goodness! Yeah, yeah, I, mm, yeah. They have a very unhealthy friend, best friendship. They're interesting. The more we dig into this, the more I'm like, oh dear lord, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's unhealthy. <laughs> it's it's interesting. Mm-hmm. Let's see. Picket, Picket fences. fences. So this is Corey and Topanga are trying to figure out where they're going to live because they're big giant idiots and did not figure it out before they got married, which what? Okay. They, they just assumed they could stay in the apartment and then they assumed that they could go stay with Amy and Alan. And they're making a lot of assumptions that were ridiculous. They're young and dumb. Yes. And they should have waited, but anyway, so they're struggling to find somewhere to live. They get stuck in this junky newlywed uh, a dorm and it's garbage and they're complaining about it, how it, they shouldn't have to stay there. And Alan's basically like, you're grownups now, figure it out. And that plays out over a couple episodes, but that's basically mm-hmm. what it is, is they, they do it. They, they start getting their lives together and they start figuring it out on their own. And Alan's just like, you know, this is the hard way to learn about life, but this is how we're going to teach it. I'm not going to yeah. come over there and baby you anymore. So that's why I like this just because yeah. of that. The whining and all that was ugh, aggravating, but yeah. I mean, at some point, like we, like young adults need to grow up. They need to learn mm-hmm. how to do these things. And sadly that is lacking highly in our community. So yes, grow yeah, up. So <laughs> I don't fall Alan at all. I don't either. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Especially because they have like a freaking new baby. Leave them alone. Come on now. Oh, dear Lord, poor Amy. Uh, yeah. Let's see. Okay, family trees. So this is the one with Alan's birthday party in it. Sean gets a letter from Verna, who he believes is his mother, and then he finds out that she's not his mother and Chet's dead, so he can't talk to him about it so he's gets upset basically like I have no family and he's feeling very lost and alone and he's obviously still grieving over his father so I can kind of buy into this Sean this time when he's he's upset and he shows up to Alan's birthday party and he's drunk and what I liked was Alan was looking forward to his birthday party because apparently it's a big deal to him which is kind of cute at his age but you know and he pulls Sean aside and he's just like, why, you know, don't act like this. We're your family. You know, yeah. if you need a dad, I'm right here. If you need a mom, Amy's right here. And obviously Corey's his brother. So yeah. you, you have a family and you need to just let us be your family. And mm-hmm. this was finally when Sean was like, yeah, okay. The, mm-hmm. He finally was like, you know, I, I do need you. You guys really are my family. And that's why I liked this episode. It took him seven seasons. It was a bit aggravating on that point, Sean. But I do like that he finally came around. Yeah. At the end. And yeah, it was it was just a nice warm feeling at the end it of this was episode. Good. Yeah. Okay, seven the hard way. This is another one you would ask me about. This one is the second episode after the war. So when all the friends are breaking up and they're not getting along because they had the big oh, yeah. like, prank war, and, war and, yeah. and they go into the future to see what it would be like. Yes. And the sole reason I enjoy this episode is because of Eric, AKA <laughs> plays with squirrels. <laughs> it's the best thing ever. And I'm so just, glad they brought it back in Girl Meets World. And the way they did it, yes. And then the way they did in the episode, like, okay, you're seeing all of them slowly come to this reunion for Feeney's retirement. And and they're obviously still struggling. They're not friends. And they're, like, strangers to each other. And Jack is going to leave. And then when Eric shows up, how Jack is just, like, stops. And you could just, the way he turns around and he comes back to the window, like, 
You've got to be kidding me. <laughs> and he knows he has to go in because it's Eric. Oh, I just, I love it. The beard. And then he's got the stupid lollipop under it. Oh my gosh. It's so hilarious. Married to a squirrel. <laughs> it's so funny. And he's like the leader. Oh my gosh. I just, oh but he's the wisest of them all. Like, yes, that's the that's thing. The- Best part. He's got his manif- manifesto <laughs> and, it's and it's huge. huge. And then Jack's like, but there's only writing on one page. Like, what is up with this? But oh my gosh, it's it's so brilliant though. Mm-hmm. Lose one friend, lose all friends, lose yourself. And I'm just like, okay, Eric, you look ridiculous, but there's the Eric I love right mm-hmm. there. And oh. I'm glad the future didn't turn out that way. Exactly. Yeah. Again, we will, we will see Eric's Eric obviously knows what he's talking about because of the way he shows up in girl meets world, but <laughs> dear Lord, <laughs> uh, but yeah, it, it was interesting. That's the only part I like about that entire episode the whole war thing. I did not enjoy the episode with that. I didn't enjoy yeah. most of this episode until we got to that part. Mm-hmm. this is one of those where I'm like not rolling our eyes exactly yeah oh boy All I right. love this next episode's look because it's brotherly shove but it makes me think of brotherly love <laughs> yes so this was actually the one Amy and Alan are out of town they call Corey and Eric to clean out the garage Mm-hmm. and Corey doesn't know that they had told Eric about it. So rather than asking Eric, he makes all these excuses about, you know, Eric wouldn't enjoy doing this with me. So he just has Topanga and Sean come and Eric's really hurt by it. Mm-hmm. And this is against a lot of good Eric episodes. Thank goodness. You finally, you kind of messed up the rest of the show, but they brought Eric in at the mm-hmm. end. I was enjoying his, all of his mm-hmm. storylines. So he comes and he basically tells Corey like obviously it's junk it doesn't matter and he's hurt by this entire thing and he's like let's just sell all of it it's not important and just the way he kind of gets it across to Corey you know you really hurt my feelings and dad wanted us to do this together this was something we should have done together Mm -hmm. as a bonding thing for us and you took that away from me and it just was interesting because Corey didn't even consider his feelings and I thought that was a good way to kind of remind Corey that his brother is still very important even though you spend most of your time with these other people he's still your your you know not every family gets along but he in this case he is your brother he loves you he cares about you so yeah I think it's a parallel to what I mean Eric that way to Corey when he was younger I mean remember in the first season there's that episode where where Eric chooses a girl over Corey when it comes to a Mm -hmm. Philadelphia a Philly baseball game yeah. and, and it's like this parallel like Eric had to learn that his brother was important and it took all this time now for Corey to finally mm-hmm. learn that Eric is important as well mm-hmm. yeah so I just like their bonding in that episode mm-hmm. oh boy and then then we get into the final two brave new worlds with mm-hmm. part one and two because they split it up because there was a lot that happened in the last couple episodes but this is where Topanga has gotten her offer to be an intern in New York Mm -hmm. at a law firm so she's going to go to NYU and she's afraid to go but Corey has a hard heart with Feeney because he doesn't really want to go but Feeney's basically like you guys are not going to grow if you stay in one place and he actually brings up the it was a geranium that Corey gave him in the first season. Mm-hmm. Way to call that back. What? Uh, about how he had to move it to let it grow and, mm-hmm. and how Topanga was af- probably afraid, but she shouldn't be because she'll she'll do great she'll wherever she is. She'll, yeah, she'll <laughs> thrive and flourish. Yeah. So Corey ultimately ultimately is just like, we're we should do it, Topanga. Let's go. And mm-hmm. oh, it's it's great. I'm so glad they decided to push them into that. Yes. Oh my gosh. This, the first half, I would say like it has its moments, but it's really the second part too, where you're like, I can't function with my life anymore when I watch this episode. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, because part one is kind of, they're saying goodbye to Amy and Alan and 
it's more of the, the build, secondary like, characters. Yeah, they're they're getting to yeah. the good mm-hmm. stuff. Is Chet in the first or the second? He's in the second. Okay, so there's a scene with Chet where Chet comes back, ghost Chet. Mm-hmm. And he's talking to Jack and he's talking to Sean. And I was trying to look up like little trivia things about it. Apparently, during that scene, Ryder was having a hard time with Sean not laughing during it. Like he was struggling to keep a straight face because, you know, they can't hear Chet, right? But he's how he's yelling at them like, are you stupid? You're going to give up all that money and go. Yeah, it was <laughs> that that made that scene better to me. I just thought that was really funny. Oh, with the two of them. Boy. But the we all know the killer, which is the the end scene mm-hmm. where they're all back in their classroom from sixth grade with Mr. Feeney. And it's I loved it because I'm glad that they didn't just do Topanga, Sean, and Corey. I'm glad yeah. that they let Eric be part of that too. Now, granted, Eric was going with them to New York. That was part of the storyline, and Sean was yeah. going too, even though he didn't know it until the last minute but yeah <laughs> of course he had to go with them but I'm really to me I was really glad they included him because mm-hmm. you know I feel like sometimes it was the three of them and then Eric was treated like a secondary character but I thought he was very important so yeah. I'm glad the writers let him be part of that last scene yeah but they actually filmed it in one take because they were all struggling so much with their emotions uh, and yeah. you, you can see it in their faces like you know when Topanga is saying goodbye to Mr. Feeney, that that's Danielle. Like you can just tell mm-hmm. the way when she hugs him and she just looks at him. I'm just like, like even thinking about it, it's just, it's giving me I'm chills. I know I, this episode is terrible. Like we watched oh. it. Robbie's seen Boy Meets World, but he didn't finish the series. So he was watching mm-hmm. the last couple with me. And I was literally sitting there like bawling my eyes uh-huh. and Robbie's just looking at me, are you okay? And I'm like, it's sad. <laughs> like, do you not understand? Oh, I love it so much, but oh my goodness, it's hard to but, get through. And after they all like say their goodbyes to Feeney and they walk uh-huh. out and Feeney waits until they're all gone. And he just, he touches Topanga's desk and he says, I love you. Doesn't he? Isn't that the scene? He says, I love you. Class dismissed. Class dismissed. Like, well, now I can't, I can't function for 30 minutes because I'm just going to sit here and cry (laughs) until the end of time. (laughs) Yes. That is the worst part. Cause Sean's just like, tell us you love us. Tell us you love us. And he wouldn't do it. He's like, no, no, because I will not overstep the boundaries. And they're like, all right, bro. You know, you love us. It's fine. It's fine. We know without you saying it. And then he does it at the end. I'm just like, oh, my goodness. Okay, 2000. I was trying to remember. I'm like, when did this end? 2000. Mm-hmm. We were in sixth grade. Mm-hmm. Sixth, yeah. seventh grade. Mm-hmm. But, oh, my goodness. That episode. It was, it was a great wrap-up. It was. I love what they did. And I'm glad they we got to see our characters return in Girl Meets World, which we'll be talking about. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, I was perfectly content with the ending Mm -hmm. it was just it's one of those there's a lot of shows out there when they end you're like this this is what you decided to do but boy (laughs) meets world is one that i'm like this was perfect yes one of the one of those shows that i'm like you know you couldn't have done it better if they didn't end it with feeny like that i mean they still have what like a scene or two after that class like, no, that's that's no. literally it. No, he goes and then he walks out of the classroom and the credits come on. So yeah, so so Sean knows he's going to New York at that point. Yeah, yes, he does. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. I thought earlier you said he didn't know yet. No, he um, did. He found out like right before this because okay. Topanga threw that's, the bag at him. That's right. That's what I thought. She's like, mm-hmm. uh, "You're coming too," and then they do their happy dance and mm-hmm. <sighs> anywho, so silly. Which Grummy's from never really tells us why Eric didn't stay in New York City with them. How in the heck did he end up in upstate New York? Eh, oh, well, sorry. I just found a question that was not answered, but it's okay. But yeah, just ending like I, and it's weird because we were in middle school and that ended, but it already hit us. It's like mm-hmm. someday that it will be us leaving our favorite teachers. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I mean, when we got to the end, we didn't have that moment in class with our favorite teacher because no. our favorite teachers 
mine was, or one of mine was on maternity leave at that point and dealing yeah. with a horrible sub. I didn't have Miss Carol mm-hmm. anymore. And Matson, yeah, I, I was either. just a teacher's assistant for Matson and mm-hmm. didn't have anything with Fallen. But I, I think for us, that dinner was that moment for us. Like when we mm-hmm. said goodbye to them, it's like, I, 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 it's just, it's so emotional when you, when you have that connection with a teacher, when you have that connection with people and you leave, it just, it hits the feels. And I think, I wonder if that's why I have such a connection to that show Mm -hmm. just because we had, I mean, during this time we had a tight knit group. Yeah. We had some amazing, we had some amazing teachers Mm -hmm. pour into us that just really shaped us and, Mm -hmm. and, and it kind of reminded me of, of Beanie and, and yes. Boy Meets World. Mm-hmm. But yeah, yeah, it was, it was done very, very well. I will say though, I hate Topanga's hair through that whole episode. In the little pigtails. Oh yeah. I don't know. That is the one that. thing for some reason. I don't know why it always bugs me, but every time I see it, it's the pig, the pigtails. I guess that's her the travel hair. Out of me. That's her travel hair. I don't know. It was the like the only time they ever did it that out or the no. hairstyle so Who I knows? don't I don't know. But then there's also that moment with Corey after he or when he's talking to Josh, little Josh, mm-hmm. and he's like, Boy meets world. Now I get it. Now I get it. <laughs> That's like one of their their fourth wall breaks. I think it's yes. like the only mm-hmm. one they have. But yeah, I like it though. It was cute mm-hmm. the way they did it when he's it just was. like, oh. Okay. <laughs> I understand. Oh, I love you. Class dismissed. Mm-hmm. It's literally one of the greatest last lines, I think, probably in television history. Yep. Really and really truly. Is. Mm-hmm. really is. Oh, okay. Wow. That's it. I mean, I, we talked about all the things I wanted to talk about. Yeah. As I was looking, <laughs> I'm like, yeah. Cause I was just like, I'm going to hit all of, all, we had the same yeah, things same, in mind really yeah. and truly. Yeah. For what was important. Oh yeah. So, I mean, any remarks for the show? I, I truly believe it's one of the best shows, even with the weird filler episodes in the last couple of seasons. I yeah. still think it's one of the best shows for teens and YA and, and young adults. I put YA, eh, young mm-hmm. adults. Great first four seasons. I think middle schoolers should all watch the first four seasons. So mm-hmm. many life less instructive there. Did go downhill a little bit, but as Samantha brought up with a lot of these episodes, there were random ones in there that were just chock full mm-hmm. of stuff that we can learn from. Can how to handle grief, how to handle friendship arguments, how to handle honesty and just a bunch of mm-hmm. looking at ourselves. Like this show, we did very much a high level overview. There's, we could have literally broke down every episode and, and yeah. gone and combed through everything. And I think overall this just, and I mean, Boy Meets World for me will always be Feeny. Yeah. will always be Feeny. I mm-hmm. love Feeny. Feeny. And it's just, yeah, fantastic. Mm-hmm. I agree. Yeah. For me, what I like the most, I think, about Boy Meets World is the way I watched it as a teenager. Mm-hmm. And the way I watch it now is mm-hmm. different. But it still has meaning. But now I'm finding things like we were talking about in some of the previous episodes. Mm-hmm. Finding things that I latch onto that I would not have as a child. Yeah. And when I was really thinking about it, like going back and listening to the episodes after they were posted, I was just like, I picked a lot of dad centric things like mm-hmm. Alan centric. And then I related a lot to Sean. And of course, because I lost my dad, I'm just yeah. like, that makes sense. So there are things now when I watch the show that I relate to, or that I find more interesting mm-hmm. that I wouldn't have before. And that's another great thing about this is you don't have to be just a kid to appreciate it. You can all through mm-hmm. walks of life, basically, no yeah. matter the age, you can watch the show and find something that is meaningful to you and that you can relate to. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I mean, like, like you said, the last couple seasons were not my favorite necessarily, but they did have some good things and mm-hmm. it just, it's an awesome show and I will never get tired of rewatching it. And yeah. let's see, it's August whatever today is. I can guarantee you I'll be watching those Halloween episodes. <laughs> 
the <laughs> the Halloween episodes we talked about in the last episode. Those mm-hmm. will be coming back around on my rotation soon enough, even though I just watched them. Nice. Because they're on my list. So it even <laughs> makes it when I don't watch the whole thing. There's always those little things I still mm-hmm. rewatch occasionally. Yeah. Oh, thank you so much for going on this Boy Meets World journey with us. It is not fully over yet. Next no. week, we are going into Girl Meets World, which is the reboot of Boy Meets World following Corey and Topanga's child, Riley. Honestly, though, what we're probably going to mostly focus on is our favorite moments when we bring back the old characters. There's some other things I'll bring up, but mostly it's, yeah, the old characters. Agreed. Mm -hmm. If you look at my show notes, I have every episode listed that has people other than Corey and Topanga because they're in all of them. But Mm -hmm. yeah, so definitely check out next week. We're going to do a lot of parallel drawing lines and just reminiscing about how they brought these people back. And even some of the storylines that we're wondering what happened are going to get conclusions, Mm -hmm. specifically Sean. But anywho. (sighs) Yeah. Yeah. So definitely check it out. We will see you on our Instagram, our Facebook, and our Mm -hmm. YouTube channels definitely hang out with us on there and check yes. out some of the fun things on our website. What's that they can check out, Sammy? Limitlessbroadcasting.com. There's information about this podcast and all the other podcasts that we produce. There's a donation link and information about our Patreon account where over there, donations get you full prizes, like hanging out with us, potentially. So make sure you go check that out as well because we love to talk to all sorts of Disney nerds. Yeah, just like us. <laughs> Later, Pixie Dusters. Bye. I love you all. Class dismissed. Thanks for listening to the Pixie Dust Twins, Sammy and Ashley. Make sure you like, follow, and subscribe to the Limitless Podcast Network's own channel, Instagram, and all things social media. And we'll see you all real soon.